0: Welcome to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest retired Lieutenant Colonel Joel Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Oh,
1: and we'll do the public school system, uh, and. Um, uh, after that, after first and second, or I'm sorry, kindergarten, and first grade, uh, my parents actually put me in a Christian school that had just opened. And, um, uh, you know, great uh, great education great time um and years later i never really just had any questions until years later almost as an adult or young adult i said hey mom and dad i, I so appreciate you you know sacrificing and putting me in that um christian school but you know why was it that you did that and this i didn't know because i didn't remember this other than i do remember um being hit in the face by a little boy and and you know that was not fun. Uh, that can happen anywhere. But my parents said the reason they did that was because I would pray over my lunch and the teacher. Now this isn't every teacher, this isn't, but that particular teacher would make fun of me. And I had the same teacher for kindergarten and first grade. So they removed me out of that. You know, and that's what parents do, right? They see a problem. They see an issue. And if it's not going to be corrected, then then they change things. So anyway, that's my my uh, story with the public school system. Uh, you know, and
2: I grew up in the public school system. <laughs> oh, you system. did? I did. Like I, from K to 12? From K through 12. Okay. I attended schools in Bakersfield, California. All right. All right. That's where I'm originally from. I yeah. moved here about five years ago after my husband got out of the Navy. We came back here to his hometown. Yeah. But I, what I'm noticing now is a lot of parents think that their kids are getting the same experiences in public school that they got in oh, the wow, yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And it's completely different. You know, right. back then, right. whenever I was in public school, I see now where things started going wrong. Uh-huh. I know whenever my own son was in kindergarten, gosh, probably eight nine years ago he had a a teacher tell
1: him that he
2: wasn't allowed to pray at school you know Uh, must have
1: been related to my teacher back then (laughs) must
2: have been yeah (laughs) you know just minding his own business in a corner and the teacher asked what he was doing he said you know i'm praying i'm having a hard time and she said well you can't do that at school oh and of course my son knowing better than that that he can pray wherever he wants yeah (laughs) you know continue yeah but yeah it there's been a a shift in our public education totally. system and it's it's not focused on education anymore Yeah,
1: education to me from what i'm seeing right the information i'm getting and receiving reading and all that is that really the education part is really secondary right it really I is mean, it, 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 it and somebody could say well that's that's not true you know but the truth is that it is secondary it's very obvious because if we now make it uh, which are previous governor now uh, made it so that you, you know, you don't even have to read a right to graduate, right? Yes. That that means that education is secondary. I
2: agree. Education has been, right. been put secondary and been replaced with social, emotional learning, yeah. with feelings with um, political and social agendas. Right. Um, it, it's really sad. We're, we're failing our kids. You know, our district is it's really bad. One of the worst in the state. Oh, our no. state is one of the worst in the country. Yeah. Our kids cannot compete on the national scale. And it's sad. It's scary. I believe, now don't quote me on this, oh, but all right, all right. it was you heard it. a little over 70% of our high school graduates who go on to higher education have to
1: take at least two years of immediate classes because which, they're so far behind. Which is so unfair to them. Because that's expensive. That costs them money, or their family, whoever's paying for it. That costs them money. That's all. Their money.
2: FAFSA grants. That's all that
1: money that yeah. they got
2: for free. You know, I my education was paid for on FAFSA grants. I okay. didn't come from a well-off family. I uh-huh. came from working parents. Yeah, yeah. And so my trade school was paid for by FAFSA grants and obviously more on top of that sure but if i had gone to a traditional school and been behind then all of that money would
1: have just paid for what i was supposed to learn in high school yeah which which like you said that, that that's a failed that's a broken system uh, you know i mean it's so so sad what i'm seeing and and like you said it's really not fair to the children the ch- their children are children right? So their children, they don't have anything to compare it to. So whatever they're learning and they're experiencing to them, that's quote unquote, the normal, right? So, and I think you're so, so right, Cassidy. So, so parents, maybe they grew up in in the public school system. They had, they had a good experience or at least, a, you know, fairly good experience they they, they you know graduated um, or at least got their GED they didn't have any super crazy stuff going on and so it is kind of safe to assume that their children are going to experience the same thing and I think what I have seen and um, not judging parents uh, at all um, especially those that are really you know trying to be involved in their children's life, but a lot of times, what I'm seeing is that you know parents drop off their kids at school, or get, they get picked up on the bus, whatever, and the kids go to school for what you know eight hours a day. I don't know, upwards to nine hours a day, depending on the situation, and you know maybe mom and dads uh, you know go to the parent-teacher conference, but that that's it. They, they're they're literally their most precious gift, their children. They're. 100% entrusting these children to complete strangers. Absolutely. And, and different and ideologies. Different and agendas, ideology.
2: Different values. Different worldviews. Yeah. You know, these these adults that our children spend so much time with, they don't necessarily hold your same beliefs. They don't necessarily hold your opinions. Even and more so now, I think. Percentage-wise. Especially, so, especially now, because a lot of our teachers of faith have left the districts you know our teachers have been walking away in droves and it's really scary there are still some that are really holding on and fighting and they have hope and it's a lot of them are faced with the fact that they can't leave i mean they've put their whole career into this and they're just that close to retirement and their benefits and if they give up now then that's their whole life's work right but they go home every day and they are torn and they you know have to speak to god and they have to you know ask for the strength to just keep moving on and yeah. fly under the radar yeah. and it, it's tough and I feel for them but, yeah but we need them there too because yeah. we th- those are our kids safe places you know right they, we see all these signs that say this is a safe zone and this is where you're free to be me well my children don't feel comfortable there no. my children don't feel safe whenever they're surrounded by these ideologies and yeah. you know these
1: these things that are being pushed upon them right right and that's that's actually a really good point right um the uh, the the agenda that's being pushed right now um is you know you know all-inclusive all-inclusive don't judge all-inclusive and the truth is, is that agenda, that that group is one of the most judging exclusive group, uh, one of them, right? Uh, because like you said, for your children, uh, you know, they don't feel safe. They, they you know, um, want to go and pray, you know, pray in the corner, ha- stressing out, you know take a moment to pray, pray over their food, ask the Lord to bless their food. And they're, they're really getting, you know, they're getting, um, uh, targeted or they're, they're getting, you know, picked out. Um, uh, somebody I know that works in the school system. She said, um, you know, she'll be walking in the halls and see a boy and girl making out, right. You know, and, and she, that's probably put mildly, <laughs> right? No, but she said, the sad thing is, is she almost wants to go co- congratulate them, <laughs> you know, not that she's going to, yeah. but, th- but not that she's congratulating them making out, but it's a boy and girl, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, instead of the, uh, other things, situations going on, right? You know, the
2: things that are going on are on our right. campuses are that they're, they're out of control. Yeah. We have no dress codes. There's, they have standards, you know, behavioral standards, but they don't hold them to any point. My no, son there's no is accountability. A, no, my son's in high school and I'm on his campus a lot, probably a lot more than he would like me to be, <laughs> <laughs> but I am there and I hear the kids talk yeah. and I see the way that they dress and I see the way that they treat their peers and treat their teachers right. and I see the behavior that is accepted by the adults from the students. Right. And I just think to myself, man, if this was 10 or even 15 years ago, yeah. I mean, these
1: kids would have all been expelled. <laughs> right. No, exactly. But there's no, the, the the lack of confrontation, the lack of accountability, all because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, mm-hmm. right? Or because we don't understand their culture. Because we or- don't understand their culture. It is literally producing a, an an Generation, another generation that has no um, respect for authority, has no work ethic. Now I'm speaking generally, right? So I know that there's still people that have have work, uh, uh, you know, uh, all those good things. But we're really producing, (laughs) yeah. It's it's sadly now the minority, right? And so they're they're coming into adulthood, and why work? right why work the government will take care of me and that kind of thing uh, why have any respect for anybody why and then the the lack of respect for life right the lack to, lack of
2: respect for life and the lack of ability to critically think nowadays these kids they're told what to think how to think what to do how yeah. to act where to be but they're not taught how. They're not taught how to figure out complex problems. Now, don't get me wrong. Our district has some great programs like our CTE and great. CTECH yeah. programs that are teaching in a good. different way. Good, Great, but in the actual school building where yeah. the majority of kids are, those yeah. practices aren't being put into place.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just sad. And and uh, again, you hit where they're, they're, you know, the good, you know, Founded, you know, people that are in there, um, Christian or not. I mean, just people that really love children. They have good intentions. They want to sow into these kids and stuff. Uh, They're under so much pressure that they're they're leaving, which of course leaves it even. More because there's less resistance, so to speak, right?
2: And it leaves the door open for people who are unqualified, who are coming into these positions in order to have access to young minds to mold. You know, our standards have been lowered not just for our kids, but for our educators. We've got first-year teaching students teaching our classrooms full time. There are teachers being hired every day that have no degrees.
1: That um, I didn't know that. That yeah. is
2: crazy. Yeah, we have. Should we should we do that for our nurses and doctors? Exactly. Um, I mean, no. It's it's really sad and it's scary now. And I understand there are some some areas where experience pays off you know whenever you're teaching technical skills stuff like that right that is great i completely understand it but if you're teaching my child math and english i want you to be proficient and i want to know you are proficient
1: i act you have a caller well let's take the caller exciting all right let's find out who your name
0: my name is Ron from Salem, and um, I'm going to address three issues. One, is, uh, you have to watch people that's in you know, a homeschool, and a lot of our kids goes to some uh, continuation school because they have college professors. But when you get teachers that's pushing down their uh, genderization through that, and then use a racist group like LUS, that means Latinos Unidos Síempre. That's shameful. Parents need to come out no matter what color and hold these people accountable. And as far as they care about lust and the conflict of interest by some board members, where they shaming, having the kids cuss down the school board members when I'm resigned, is shameful in And I pray that your city will get a backbone. Because I have spoken, because I'm that little black redneck from Polk County
1: <laughs> and I don't play no
0: games. I walk with Jesus. Uh-huh. And I grew up 50 years ago from yeah. Maxine Waters who superseded my uh, my city councilman at the time, Gus Hawkins. Uh-huh. And the result is is what you're seeing in real time. Unaccountability and everything else. I'm just blessed that God guided me with a good memory and 102 IQ. All right. And the point was I had foster care Um, after this, after 77. My dad went to wife number three and um, put me and my sister in a foster home. But my first false father was Sinatra. My second false father was Tuskegee Airmen and flew 126 missions. And 77 years ago, he went to Vienna and had to supervise that and supervise with the Polish and the Russians all over to the modern area of what we call the one of few blacks ever walked into Texas from, from Alabama and my foster mom who raised 500 foster kids and adopted a kids 70 years ago this month. Uh, there's no free lunch. The main point I'm trying to reach out to is through the faith we have to lean on, whatever choosing. Mm-hmm. Two, we gotta teach our kids not be their kids' friends, and a new because it's woke, because as you can tell, woke is breaking our kids That's with Cape Round cutting down our kids' the educational sense. We may get eighteen thousand plus a kid. We have fourth in education in spending, but we're dumber than a box of rocks like Maryland, <laughs> New York, <laughs> Minnesota, and, and you even California. Bo- box
1: of rocks is okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: But the point is this, honey. If we don't stand, and you're the school board election this come and ask God and seek who you we need to represent from our communities and the Republican body better get a backbone and not just talk, Marion County, act, reach <laughs> out to the flock, love your flock, protect thy flock. Yeah, didn't Jesus command it, Peter, on the rock? Yes. He loved them very much. But nevertheless, we have to walk by faith, know our history, and know it not by sight, but by the divine providence. And history is God's providence in human affairs. That's Daniel Webster. All Without right. his hand, if you don't understand your past, you cannot live in, you cannot improve things in the present, and a children will, if you don't show the backbone, you won't have a future. Yeah, That's the fact. May God bless you, ladies. Well, May God you use you to be the light because I need some Deborah's, I need some Joker Bells, and I need some Miriam's. Yeah. And it's time to come on out.
1: Amen. In Jesus' Amen.
0: name. Amen. You. Love We're you, ladies. You, brother.
1: Absolutely.
0: Bye, man.
2: Okay. Have a good day. <laughs> and, you know, he's right. He's completely right. Our school board elections yeah. are coming up. That's why I'm running for school board oh, director wonderful. of Zone Two. Nice. Um, it's, these are our most important elections, in my yeah. opinion. You know, these yeah. are our children these children are going to be running our country in 15 to 20 years. And that's really scary yeah. if you walk around the mall and listen to how they talk, or if you, you oh, know yeah. go to a drive-through and you notice there's nobody working. It used yeah. to be, that's where yeah. the 15, 16, 17-year-olds yeah. started to you know learn that work ethic, learn yeah. how to- flipping burgers, you know, take you know, direction, yeah. learn self-accountability. Right. Th- those simple skills and They
1: just don't have it anymore. No, no. You know, and I I believe uh, obviously in God. I believe in miracles. Um, I believe in those things. Um, And certainly God can intervene, but God is not going to override someone's will. And so you have these children that are, like I said again, that are being raised up with a lack of of education, a lack of tools, uh, resources, uh, other than, you know, government resources. And uh, and and whatever they're hearing, you know, they have no reason to doubt it, right? A teacher recently here in the Salem area uh, said to her her students that it's not really fair to call a fetus a baby, right? Uh, well, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of edu- Maybe she's one of those that that you said not even fully educated yet. I, I'm like even medically, or even it, let's just even say it, it, put this aside medically that a fetus is a baby. Again, that thinking, that proclamation is is getting to our children that again, this is just it's just a blob of tissues. It's just a fetus. It's really bringing down the value of life. Um, you know, these these children. Um, my heart just breaks for them because they are really they're not being uplifted and saying you are made in the image of God and let's just say that they don't are told that but they're you know you have value you have worth you're incredible you have amazing giftings all these things speaking life instead well you're related to some slime at best a monkey you know and you're really you're you're just and an animal victim you're a victim you're just an animal so act like one. I mean, if I was a student nowadays in the public school system and I had, you know, a, a, the teacher had given me a project to do. I had to do a speech and had to have a little, sh- you know, a, a little slideshow and all that, you know, and uh, and worked hard because I want to get an A. So worked hard, studied, did all this stuff. And the student in front of me, before me, gets up in a hamster outfit taking a dump in a litter box in the school and gets up and goes meow 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 I'm sorry it was a cat not a hamster meow 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 and does a whole speech in meowness and the teacher is forced to give them an a I as a student would be like why did I just spend hours studying and researching I could have got up there and got an a I mean, it's literally taking these students that really want to work hard, that they want to have, uh, you know, they want to put in. And we really see that with
2: them removing our honors programs yes. in our public schools. You yeah. know, they've taken them and they've embedded them into the English and math classes. And crazy, you know, <laughs> a crazy story. Last year, one of my son's math teachers, he was a freshman. We were parent teacher conference okay. and we're talking about, you know, how he's doing and he's yeah. always been great in math, you know, great ahead. Bless his heart. Wonderful. I hate math. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> and he his math teacher is explaining to me how their tests are done. And he lets me know that they're all done. In group or open book. And I'm thinking and I ask, Well, how can you, you know, test that they're, you know, capable and that they can move on to the next step? And you know what he told me. Do tell. He told me why? Sh- why do these kids need to memorize this stuff? They have their phones. They don't need to fill their brain oh, with all of this stuff Lanta. to just memorize. Because yeah, because there's hardly any space in your brain. This, most of the kids, they're not going to use this stuff anyways. They just need it to get by. So they can, if they ever need this, they can use their phone. They need to, you know, use that brain space for the stuff that they need. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself. I'm laughing, but it's so sad. It really is, because how can our children master complex skills and, right. you know, if they can't understand the
1: basics. Well, how it's can okay. I- uh, Cassidy, there's Google. There is Google. There's Google. There's there's phones. There's electronics. But, and it's so okay, it's know, okay. It really is scary
2: because if you, it comes down to it are our engineers going to know basic math
1: Our our doctors going to know basic biology robots are going to do that (laughs) so robots are going to do that so we don't really so here's the thing so why even send our children to school I'll tell you why babysitting Yes, I just said that out loud Right, (laughs) People rely on that. I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying everybody, but there are folks that rely on that for babysitting.
2: And we see it every day. The lack of parental involvement is crazy, which is why I understand and I see from the other side why a lot of these... You know, bleeding hearts want to implement all these programs. Yeah. Why they feel that they need to take these children under their wing. Yeah. Because there are children in situations who need that guidance, who need that right. help, who don't have supportive parents at home, who don't have parents to take them to the dentist or to the doctor or right. to give them that moral support or that shoulder to cry on. Yeah. And, it, it's sad and yeah. we
1: need to help those kids Absolutely. but that's not our school's job that's our social service come on job. that is true and it is you're right they have overreached their their boundaries right so yeah again i mean if um you know right oh my goodness now we well, have
2: great county uh, we have great county programs for stuff like that too right we and just are, those to- are those encouraged are those encouraged not as much as they should be. I right. think our district is trying to take everything on. They're trying oh. to take on security. They're trying to take on medical. They're trying yeah. to take on social emotional. They're trying to take on everything but education. yeah, so and they need to so, go back. Too.
1: So whoever the control freaks are need to chill out. Mm-hmm. okay. 'Cause I have control issues myself. I understand what that's like. And and even let's just say you have let's say you have some people that really have actually a good heart, right? Good hearts they really want to do it. Maybe they don't know God and stuff, but they still have a good heart. They right, uh, and like you said, they're wanting to, to do all this stuff, but you still need to work within your boundaries in your lane absolutely. stay in your stay lane in your
2: lane i tell people that all the time right. we are passionate about a hundred different things yeah. but you can't make real change if you scatter yourself everywhere that's you true you need to focus on what your goals are absolutely. what your outcome you want is and just
1: stay in that lane stay in that lane yeah absolutely well i know that we you know we pray for our school uh our teachers our principals those that are working uh in that um Arena, um, and we pray for them that you know that they really, um, uh, their their hearts, if need be, change. You know, their minds become, um, uh, clear, <laughs> right? Because these are again our children, um, you know, that we're talking about our precious children that are going to become adults. So I wanted to bring up this to you um and actually we, we talked about it before um but for those listeners that di- don't know. So again talking about um you know school school situations and things that things that are happening that shouldn't be. So recently a teacher um uh, talked about addiction. That's a good thing to talk about addiction, right? And there's all sorts of things that can, you know, you can be addicted to. You can be addicted to food and TV and you can be addicted to um actually uh, Um, They had a picture of uh, cutting, you know, uh, there's uh, addiction in, you know, even exercise, you know, I mean, people can become addicted to that. There's all sorts of things. So, so the teacher was talking about addiction, which is, is great. Um, uh, But one of the things that they included was literally the Bible. Yeah. Literally a picture of the bible with a cross on it now they did not put a quran on there they did not put a buddha picture on there they did not put um, the coexist yeah yeah the, yeah the coexist bumper sticker they didn't put that on there they literally targeted specifically the christian bible now i wouldn't have had a problem had they actually had that coexisting kind of you know the whole combined thing or if they would have had the word religion uh but they said you know even things that seem good can you can be bad and uh, i find that very very pointed and you know wrong
2: it very pointed and deliberately leaving out certain aspects that it seems people are very addicted to right now yeah. which is social justice issues oh, and political on. issues i right. mean people are addicted to them and we see it every day yeah. on our campuses on in our streets yeah. we have a business in Shearwood. we're up and down in portland a yeah. lot and Man, they say Antifa's not real. It's real and it's everywhere and oh, yeah. this is scary and we're yeah. in a scary time and for them to target specifically the Christian religion, right, through the Holy Bible, right. you know, and I have a friend who's Daughter was going to recess and decided to take her Bible with her just last week. Okay. And a teacher approached her and told her, You can't take that, and took the Bible from her. Oh, boy. And yeah, I mean, this parent is not happy about it. And I'm sure she's going to raise Cain. And As there's going to be complaints filed, and she yeah. needs to because right. it's when else would her daughter be able to read the Bible? At Ex- school? Exactly. Recess is the only time. And their excuse that they give was that they didn't want
1: the Bible to get messed up at recess. Well, I'm sorry, I don't know about you, but our Bibles are supposed to be worn. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, my question is, and of course, this is only, I mean, you know, it didn't happen. But how about if that little girl had the Quran? Exactly. Would it have been taken away from Mm -hmm. her? absolutely not that's my thinking right because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of just brokenness out there in the system there's a lot of um, very much targeted and still there are people to this day that go I don't know why you keep saying the church is under attack I'm like I don't know what you're watching well actually I do know what you're watching Um, turn it off anyway uh, but it is really Christianity slash the church is Mm -hmm. under attack I think you Judeo-Christian
2: values in general are under attack. Yeah. Our way of living. I mean, if, if the things that are trying to be normalized in our society, the hypersexualization of our children. Oh my goodness The you know, everything. And if you look back to other societies throughout times, it wasn't always bad. You look back to the Roman right. times, right. the Greek times. Yeah. You know, the the abuse of children wasn't frowned upon. It that those are our values. Right. That, that we know that they it's wrong. shouldn't
1: happen. Yeah. So we're not we, sacrificing our children. No, well, I mean, Jo. Christian you know uh, values are we don't sacrifice our children exactly like lives some other cultures that,
2: right lives matter yes and we were made you know in <laughs> <laughs> in his creation and it's yeah. just it is really scary yeah. and it's we really do have a spiritual war going on it is spiritual for and sure we can't deny it no yeah. matter how close or far away from God you are you right? know he's there and you know that there's a war being fought against him
1: yeah Yeah. Now our timer, gentlemen, our timer hasn't been on the whole time. So I have no (laughs) idea of how we're doing on time. Uh, So just a heads up on that. Um, I want to make sure that we're stay on track. Um, Yeah, it's just, you know, when we're talking like this, Cassidy, um, you know, it, it can seem so hopeless, you know, like like why even try right like what it's just it just it's just overwhelming
2: right yes definitely it is but we shouldn't give up though yeah and we've got parents every day who are discouraged you know parents who have been fighting back on this for years and they're like why isn't everybody up in arms why is it just me why is it just the same group showing up and voicing our concerns because we know other parents are just as concerned they talk to us about it every single day yeah but they just don't have time because they're so busy being involved in their children's lives. Right, sure. It's so hard. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's a fun sound.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was some kind of timer. <laughs>
1: No, and again, you know, I really, I, I honor the parents that are out there, they're, they're working hard, um, you know, maybe both mom and dad are having to work, maybe that's not because they want to, but the, you know, they have to, uh, the, 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 you know, economy is just ridiculous right now. And um, so, so you know, they're they're having to work to support their family. They love their children. They're doing the best they can. Um, and and in and in those cases, you know, I I I do give grace with the understanding that they're they're just hoping that their children uh, to chew the cut again uh, to that their children are getting the education that they have before that they got. You know, and but it's just not. not, and they're not.
2: They're and, not, and so and we have to stop now, and we have to make change now because right as a small business owner, it's already really hard to find employees. Yeah, we can't find anybody right. to and, work. and what tell us why? why why is it hard? because people don't want to work. They've what? been given handouts. <laughs> they don't have to work they, right. you know and it's, yeah and even the ones that do need it, yeah they don't have the skills or they come in with minimal skills at right. an entry level position expecting to make manager wages. Right. And you know, I grew up in a world where you had to work your way up. You had to start at the bottom. You had to learn, yeah. you had to, you know, get yeah. there. And over time, then you became, you know, at the top of the totem pole. And it just doesn't seem that way. It seems like our kids are being raised entitled that Very they have entitled. things handed to them they don't yep. have to work for them what does happen to them isn't their fault no, They're victims no. they've you know been dealt this horrible right deck of cards and we used to be taught perseverance we used to be taught to overcome obstacles yeah. to navigate through you know certain situations and to learn from the mistakes i was taught that Failure isn't failure if you learned something from it. Right, absolutely. And that's those are what we're not teaching our kids anymore, at least in the mainstream. You know, like I we do still have some great programs, some great clubs, Mm -hmm. some great things that are teaching, and we need more of that. We need to expand on those things. We need to teach our kids civics again we need to teach them you know community yeah. and involvement and success and what it means to be a successful community member but
1: isn't success just showing up <laughs> I mean isn't that success well whenever there I got is par- equal equity participation <laughs> award so I didn't have to you know I, I think of sports or different things where these kids you know you've got your kids right that have been raised with perseverance they've been raised that you work hard to get where you're at and so you know they're they're practicing whatever they're doing and then you have a kid that's you know i showed up i got an award too you
2: see it in our sports right now too we have an issue with our athletes who aren't making grades and they're not being held to the standards that they are supposed to be held to if you are failing classes you are not supposed to be able to to compete to participate that's how it's been it makes sense right absolutely right well that's not the case anymore these kids are failing and they're just being passed along well and what are these coaches thinking Mm -hmm. okay so you have a star player who's you know doing wonderful what's their future going to be because they can't get into any college that wants them on a scholarship if they don't have the grades anyways so you are pretty much ruining their futures by not Pushing them, in fact, yeah. and our district has so many different opportunities. So maybe that kid's not the best in English or math, sure. But maybe he can learn auto shop, yeah. And maybe he can learn woodworking. Right. And he could learn a valuable skill that those other, you know, qualities are yeah. integrated
1: in. Right. Well, and I think too. I mean, um, uh, I am not a sports person. I mean, in high school, I played volleyball. So, but you know, my husband, Pastor Lou, he was heading to professional football, right? And it was you worked hard. You, you. I mean, you dug in. You, you worked hard, um, and of course, you know his whole story. Um, in a quick nutshell, is um, he ended up about to kill himself when God intervened. So anyway, his his direction of life turned completely different, but. So, so, you know, in a lot of these kids, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go into football, I'm going to go to college football, and then I'm going to get on a major team, I'm going to make millions of dollars. And those are great goals. I would never squash anybody's, you know, idea or goal of that. But the truth is very, very small amount reach that, right? I I just read a stat that
2: said three percent of high school athletes actually go on to play college. Three percent three percent and that's at any level. That's even their backup players. Really?
1: Three percent. Wow. Wow. So here you've got somebody, right, that's that's failing, right, in in school but yet they're still allowed to to go on the field or you know whatever whatever sport they're in and um, and so they're like I don't need school in fact I recently had somebody not here in this state but had somebody in their their teenage uh, child was saying I, I'm just gonna quit school I'm just gonna quit school because I don't I don't need I don't need this I, I'm never gonna use it right that's one of the things and I'm just uh, I, I'm just gonna quit. Because I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna just go into the, you know, a career and I'll I'll be fine. Because he's a child and he doesn't understand how yeah. things work.
2: Yeah, at this point my thirteen year old thinks that he's gonna be a professional NFL player because awesome. he's thirteen and six foot and hundred and seventy pounds right. of pure muscle. And so why wouldn't that be Sure. Physical? I mean, <laughs> you know, you think
1: that was a, be a shoo in right?
2: Absolutely, but it's not. It's and even not. if you are, even if you do make it, and even if you are that one in a million that does yeah. make it that's a very short career so if you don't know how to manage your finances after that short career yeah. or build something to sustain you in your life after that right right then what you're just somebody who used to play football and used yeah. to have a lot of money and a nice right. car and some nice houses
1: yeah my husband uh um last time we were in his state that he uh, went to high school and um anyway he uh he said i'd like to find those guys that you know i went to school with and he said so he said honey I, i'm gonna go find them and i said well how would you know where they are he goes i'm going to the bar Cause he knew that and sure enough uh, not all of them but there was those that yep. were at the bar still talking about high school days you know mm-hmm. they, they they beyond that they, they it's not that they're alive ba- isn't there a taylor swift song about that oh, I don't yelling know, maybe. at the
2: tv about your high school yeah football Probably days. yeah yeah it's you know it really is sad you you yeah. see it all the time what,
1: one of the guys ended up buying the bar because he was there so much just by the bar right uh, and 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 I'm not I'm not against people talking about the good old days. I mean I think we all do that. But if that's where you're stuck, right? And my concern is these kids. That's where going mm-hmm. they're going to be. They're going to be stuck in a place where all their eggs were are in a basket, one basket, right, so to speak. And they're 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 all just. All in, I'm just going to be that professional football player baseball player whatever it be right and, and they don't make it for whatever reason I mean I, I know a gentleman that was heading to professional softball and injured his shoulder it, it, mm-hmm. he hadn't even got to the professional part yet and literally that was it that was done that was over and just like that and just like that it's over and and again not that i wish anybody harm or to have but life happens and so if you don't have that education going back to the school if you don't have an education if you don't have and, and i tell people all the time it's not like you have to go on to College. There's lots of school. You know, you can learn welding and uh, mm-hmm. tech schools. Right, different things you can do. Absolutely. You know,
2: college is not for everyone. It wasn't for me. I didn't go to traditional college. I went to yeah. school to become a medical assistant and went yeah. from there. Yeah. You know, so
1: there's lots of things you can do, um, but still, there's basic things that you need to know. Um, yes, if, have I have I ever used algebra? No, I. You know. <laughs> I have a calculator. Okay, <laughs> um, but there there's basic things, and so you know they're talking about. You're talking about that teacher. Well, you don't want to fill up their brain with all this stuff because they need room for others. Which I I hope that he was actually joking, or realized that the brain we use. I think the stat is like five or three percent of our brain. I mean, so really we have plenty of space, but. So if that's the the belief that we don't want to fill up our kids' brains with too much, so they have room for others, well, what are you wanting that other stuff to be filled up? So we don't—they don't, need
2: to take away their social media and TikTok and all this time that they're spending on their phone if we're worried about exactly. their brains being
1: full of nonsense. Or or at school they're teaching them about stuff that has an agenda, right? Because you're indoctrinating. You know, somebody <laughs> told me, you know, uh, you're just you're preaching. Uh, yeah I said you know what so does the comedian the comedians preach night late night show show guys they preach everybody preaches it just may not be behind a pulpit with a bible but people preach right
2: absolutely I think that
1: you know we're all
2: being told from somebody what our mission is what we're supposed to be preaching sure, everybody's about got an opinion, right? whether everybody it's opinion. education yeah. or it, and it's you know it's just really sad that our school system is trying to raise advocates. They're trying to raise social justice warriors. Yeah. They are, they're teaching them these skills in the wrong way. They're not trying to raise civil servants. They're not trying to
1: raise pillars of their community. They're trying right. to raise people to tear it down. Yeah yeah and that that's that's really sad mm-hmm. that's really really sad because there's going to be a consequence to these actions we may not see it tomorrow you know though i i believe we see it now right i think there's already because the generation before right so uh, so we're seeing the consequences of those things you know going back to um whether it's antifa blm all these groups um that that um they're 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 actually most of them that my experience is is most of them are just hurt young people they really don't have a direction so they it's, it's really essentially a gang right it's yeah. substitute for family
2: that and i mean we never know the struggles that people went through and no a lot of people are neglected they yep. mm-hmm. especially from a young age we yeah. live in a lot of poverty I mean we've got homelessness we've got drug abuse we have lack of parental you know guidance we've got it all and as a community yes we do need to step in and help each other and guide each other and lead each other
1: and challenge each and other challenge
2: each other yes yeah. that's something that our community is definitely lacking is that civil discourse people cannot have conversations on things that right. they disagree on without it becoming a yelling screaming right. match right right and we we can't have a civil society that way. We ha- That's how that's we right. grow. That's how we build is yeah. by learning from each other. And if you don't go into every conversation expecting to learn something, then you're not going into the
1: conversation in the right way. Yeah, that's excellent, excellent advice. My My philosophy is that anybody I encounter, right, is fighting their own Goliath. They're going through their own challenge, their war, whatever it be. It, it could be they lost a pet. It could be that they, they don't have money for a bill. They could be they lost a loved one. Their marriage just, you know, whatever it be, we're all fighting something. So, we do need to be very gracious and, and merciful to each other, right? Um, uh, you know, but also hold each other accountable. But hold each other accountable, right? I mean, I don't care if you're an atheist or you're way over here on the other spectrum, right? That... We can come together on some pretty basic human things, and that's to be kind to each other. I mean, just because I disagree with somebody doesn't mean I don't love them. And treat people with dignity. Yeah, and treat people with dignity. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, all of this inclusivity
2: that is being touted in our district and in our schools is is it's just a facade it they really is yeah they don't want true diversity they want diversity as long as it fits in their box right and it's really sad because we are a very diverse community we have so many different religions and races we have a wonderful islander community that is just i mean huge and they are so connected with family and russian community russian community is i mean yeah it's it's just Mm -hmm. wonderful and we we really don't want to hear from them unless their opinions align with ours is what i've heard from the district
1: oh boy that's so sad now we have um a little over eight minutes left cassidy i want. what is some of the things here that you brought you want to share with folks on this
2: a few months ago i was working on a recall of three of our school board directors which it, I'm not going to say it was unsuccessful because okay. we were very successful yeah, in waking up the masses yes, as to yes. what was going on in our community. A lot of yeah. people did, had no, no idea. You I did We talk about these books in our schools. Yeah. And people think, oh, it's just a book. It can't be that bad. And then you show them the pictures. I've seen pictures. And you put it in front of them and they're like, are you – Are you serious? This is what you're talking about? I thought you were talking about just, you know, Mm -hmm. little books here and there. You mean this is what they're teaching our kindergartners? And with those 14,000 people who signed our petition, plus more who wouldn't sign because of the fact that they were scared people oh, who no. worked for the district or worked for the state they didn't want their name on they there. didn't want their name on it because they know once it's submitted it's public record and okay. anybody can get it they're scared of backlash okay. i get it okay but once people started waking up to what was happening yeah. and seeing it really started spreading like wildfire very good and people are still talking and we got to keep that conversation alive yes because like I said, school board elections are coming up in May. Yeah, yeah. And it is the most important election that we can have because mm-hmm. these are our children. These are their futures. These are our futures. Right. Well, the thing for those, did you say 14,000 didn't sign? No, we got, so we needed 16,300 okay. in
1: order for the recall to move forward. Okay. We
2: only gathered around 14,000. So how
1: many approximately didn't sign because of fear?
2: Um, I would say at least, well, I can't speak. We've had tons of right. people just circulating. Yeah. Just for me, yeah. I would say I encountered at least 25 to 30 people who were like, we are there for you. We support you. We'll tell all of our friends and family. But I won't put right. my name on so, it.
1: So it was 20, 25 people just for you. Just for me. And we so, had
2: probably 20, 30 people circulating the right. petition So regularly. times that
1: by that, if those people will just vote the right way, right? That's not public record of what nope. they voted. So, at least not yet. But anyway, <laughs> um, then then that can help change things, Absolutely. Right? We can make yeah. a
2: lot of change, just yeah. the act of... how Nobody yeah. votes on our school board. races. Oh, my it's goodness. It's
1: such, you know... It's crazy. It really well, is. Well, these things, and for those that don't know, literally, the, the pictures... I don't even need to look again. I've seen them before. But um, the things that are teaching your children... With the pictures, if you or I or anybody in this room, anybody had those pictures on their phone, uh, no doubt we would be arrested for child so pornography.
2: During this recall campaign, yeah. we sent out text messages to okay. about 30,000 30, people. Okay. The first text message I put to send... yeah the carriers wouldn't let me send it because it was considered pornographic material it is, yeah and i thought well how ironic and you know the company that we went through as much as they supported us with like we yeah. understand there's an issue it needs to get out there but we just can't put it out on our platform because the carriers will cut us right they'll fine us they'll you know yeah. and yeah but i was like our are sure you kidding
1: things. right yeah yeah yeah. And, and, and this is one question I ask for those that are really pushing this agenda that, um, or at least are like maybe in the middle, they're like, you know, whatever. So, um, so just last night, my six year old daughter informed me that she was going to marry her dad. Okay. <laughs> And so I said, Well, honey, he's married to me. Nope, nope, I'm marrying daddy. You can marry him too, but I'm marrying him. So, so daddy now has, you know, technically, you know, not technically, but anyway, <laughs> in her mind has two wives, but that's cool as a six year old. And so I told my husband this morning, laughing, I said, Your daughter said she's going to marry you. And he laughed, you know, and we laughed because that's not going to happen but but and, and i'm being facetious here but why not we're, we're allowing everything else going on uh you know uh timmy and Susie that are brother and sister let them get married i mean where do we stop where is the cutoff right and you know we have people and and i and i really do I, my heart goes out to the struggle they have with their body dysphoria but these people um that you know i'm i'm now you know this or that. You know which is not who they really are. Um, where does it stop? You know. You know. I mean. So now. You know. I'm an American, but let's say now I want to be. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. A, a British or you know uh, an African or Chinese. It a doesn't make sense
2: and it doesn't that's the make thing sense, is
1: it, but is it doesn't but 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 it I mean I'm just being facetious mm-hmm. here but if if we're doing that where does it stop
2: and you know that's the thing i think that they're trying to blur those lines and if you look closely there is you know the hypersexualization of our children they're pushing oh, the man. stuff on yeah. our children younger and younger yeah. and younger and it doesn't end well no it, it does it never not. ends well no. and we we can't allow it our kids need to be allowed to be kids yes, they need to have yes. these agendas taken yeah. out from in front of their faces yeah you know and it's everywhere i'm not naive to know that my son's gonna drive down the street and see billboards right. with half-dressed women right they're going to see commercials right. they're going to be introduced Magazine to covers, stuff at school. even at the you know store absolutely you know but it used to be school was the safe place where you didn't have to worry about them encountering those sure, things. Right. Yes, we can, you know, teach them on the outside world, but we didn't send them to school thinking
1: that they were going to be supplied these materials. Right. right. Well, I think, you know, um it's sad and we're down to 3 minutes here, but I think it's sad when we have people in the school dis- system, not the but, you know, school system that they literally believe that the parents should have Zero to little, um, inf, you know, influence in their children's lives. I had
2: a assistant principal tell me that we should leave the education to those who are educated. So <gasps> I decided to run for school board. Good for <laughs> you! Good for you! Yeah, it's yeah. I. Mean, the thi- they just really don't think that parents are capable they right. really think that we are naive right. that we are most of these parents are highly educated yeah. there's a lot of parents who are ex-educators themselves right. who maybe left the right. in, uh, the profession right. a long time ago yeah and they're getting pushback
1: and yeah we're not uneducated <laughs> yeah no absolutely are there some parents out there that that um you know are i'll just say it bad parents mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i absolutely. mean we're not in denial of that but um but those of us that um can we really need to to voice our concerns we need to get in there like you you felt to to run um you know we need to vote all those things um to help fight against what's going on um, to protect our children really
2: absolutely right children need to be
1: protected and it's our job to do it we're their parents we're their parents god gave us i don't care if you believe in god or not god has given us children in our care and we're responsible for them Absolutely. right and it's not just to feed them right not just to feed them but it is to in all areas uh you know i i love it quote unquote love it when parents say you know um yeah i'm not going to teach you know to have my kids go to church or you know I, i'll just let them figure that out Wow, well, how's that going for you with potty training just no don't don't give them direction just let them figure it That's out That's why we raise our children we raise it requires an effort it requ- yes. right we guide them yeah we- absolutely shepherd them well chastity we have less than a minute now you want to say anything else in ending here um no just i really hope that our community keeps the fight up about yeah. our schools right. stay
2: active pay attention we've yes. got a lot of things that our district is trying to push with one of the scariest health centers on our campuses right so we really need to get involved
1: well, we appreciate you uh, listening in with us with KSLM. That does We're it for this episode. So and if you're interested KSLM, in connecting with a community Lord of like-minded you all people, have an amazing please go to our website today. And remember to vote north-west.
0: when you need to and, uh, you know, stand up for what's right on the Apple right. app or Google right. Right. Play Store. Yes, if you're, you're like welcome. Thanks for coming. Today, Chastity, Chastity Trout. I encourage you to go to wherever Before you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.